there's going to be days where you are going to feel like I cannot do this. Tired, weary, frustrated. What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solar Moms Talk, I discuss with solar mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solar mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this Today on Solar Mom's Talk, Melissa Cameron, solar mom of a four-year-old, shares her story with us. Hi, Melissa. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. Sure. So my first question, as always, is how did you become a solar mom? So basically, I had my son with someone who I should have known better not to, um, but still went ahead and pushed and pushed and pushed for the relationship until um, the beginning of this year. Um, A lot of things just came out about who he really was and I ended the relationship even though I had no money, no secure home, nothing really. But I, I just decided that this is time to end and it was actually for my, for the better to be honest. Okay, so it was better to be alone. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I, I get that. All right. So, and what has been your biggest struggle um, so far? How long have you been on your own? So basically, I've been officially a single mum for a, a year uh, or coming up to a year, but I believe I've pretty much been a solo mum from the day that I had my son mm. in terms of finances, in terms of emotional um everything I've basically been doing on my own when as soon as I found out I was pregnant I knew that my life was going to change and I changed it accordingly and it obviously the biggest struggle for me has been coming from a background where my mother was a teen mum and a single mum I didn't want the shame of being a single mum and then I waited until I was um, 30 basically so I had my son at 27 six weeks later I turned 30 Um, which is obviously considered a lot later in life. And I really wanted not to have the label as a single parent. And I was running from the shame of being called a single parent. And it ended up being to my own detriment. And that was the biggest struggle for me personally, transitioning and realizing like, oh my, like after everything I tried to do, avoid being pregnant young and I still ended up as a single, a single mom. Yeah, so I, I guess it's one of the things we do um, is that we tend to want to hang on when, even when we see the signs, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I saw many signs and I, I continuously held on. Um, 
I I actually was on speaking to uh, some another podcast and I was basically saying that I completely forsake myself. I sacrificed myself. I changed who I was. I betrayed myself. I betrayed my soul to appease a person who didn't even deserve to really be in my company. Um, but I had something to prove. The ego can be a, an evil thing, really and truly. So... And um, this is getting off my topics, um, but do you think that there's, there's something in your background, like you, your parenting, your, sorry, your parents, um, the way they raised you or your family background that caused you to want to hold on? Yeah, definitely. So I was raised as a single parent in a single parent home and, um, my dad wasn't around and obviously you know it's just that cliche of you know looking for love in the wrong places and I I don't I mean I don't know about maybe yourself or your listeners but I listen I watch and listen to a lot of a uh, lady called Ian Levansan and literally um I pretty much everything that she speaks about in terms of finding daddy, validating yourself, looking outside of myself to be validated, I did. Um, the most shameful part for me was I wasn't 21, 22, 23, 19 or whatever. I was old enough to, I feel no better. Um, so definitely there was a lot of soul searching that needed to be done um, in changing the pattern. And the funny thing is I work, I did a lot of work on myself before I got into this relationship, but I guess I didn't work on myself enough. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's something that has come up quite a bit um, for me personally and for other women, uh, other moms I've interviewed, is that we are making up for something we're missing. Yeah. And that doesn't work out until we are healed. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay, good. Thanks for sharing. And how old is your son? My son's four years old. He just turned four in October. Okay, cool. And what's his name? Brandon. Okay. Yeah, Brandon. His name's Brandon. Okay, thanks. And you said you moved recently. Do you want to talk about that? So, no, I didn't move recently. So I've been here for six years. So I was in living in England and then my mum was out here for eight to 15 years before me and then she was like why don't you come out here because I'm an only child so I don't have any siblings and then I've just got my grandmother out there in England so I was like you know what why don't I just take a risk and go and if I don't like it I can always come back um which Sometimes I think maybe I should have gone back after my six months expired. Um, other times I think it's, you know, if I went back, my son wouldn't have been here. So um, there's definitely a culture difference here compared to what I'm used to. But um, the reason why I like doing podcasts and so forth is because even though I'm such an introvert, I still get to express myself without being a, in a big crowded room full of people. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. So that's why Solomon's talk exists, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I appreciate you sharing your story with us. No problem. Okay, so um, what is Melissa thankful for today? Melissa is thankful to, for today. Um, obviously, number one, my son. He is the best thing that happened to me. If my son didn't 
come about, I don't know where I would be, to be honest. Literally, I've heard obviously other mothers talk about when you have a kid, like it's a different type of love and it changes you and everything else. But literally, he he's the one as to why I'm here today. He's the one that taught me how to fight. He's the one that's shown me that when you're hurting just to keep going, he's made me a better person. Thankful for life. I'm thankful for God, obviously, because um, though I'm not I don't go to church and I'm not religious, definitely believe in God and speaking to God. And I'm just, that's those simple things I'm thankful for. Good stuff. Thanks. And do you practice self-care and what does that look like for you? Yeah. So in terms of like um, emotional self-care, definitely. Um, I'm starting to do the whole like vanity stuff again, because I used to be really girly until I got into my last relationship. But in terms of emotional stuff, I wake up at 5.45 every morning. I go um, outside and I wait until the sun comes up and I'll sit with my coffee and gather my thoughts, um, do some breathing exercises, go through my day. Obviously, always starts with some gratitude with what I'm grateful for. And that's just but that has helped me a hell of a lot in terms of self-care um yeah that's what pretty much my self-care looks like I make sure that I even if I'm not eating healthy that I eat something and teaching myself something and learning about being able to admit being wrong and not worse not validating my ego right okay all right well thank you I'm curious to know, where are you now in your journey as far as you struggled with the, the self-worth? Mm-hmm. And then you got to a point where you realized you were going down the wrong, wrong path and you stopped and mm-hmm. you've turned around or turned on another path. Where are you now on your journey? On my journey now, I'm... I'm not going to say or be a guest that says, oh, you know, my life has turned around and everything is amazing. And no, that's not the case. The fact of the matter is I've taken 10 more steps forward than I did originally. I'm a lot further ahead than I was before. In terms of where I am, I'm at a stage where I know what my worth is I'm finding me again I'm getting to know Melissa again because if you've been in a relationship for or I was with him for like six years and you've literally for six years you've just disconnected with yourself that's a long time to it's like almost like when you don't see a friend for six years and you don't speak for six years and then you reconnect you've got a lot of stuff to catch up on and that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm catching up on myself. I'm realizing I'm finding that girly side of me again, where I want to take the time to make myself look pretty. I'm reading again. I, I stopped reading. I'm reading again. Um, I'm starting to be more positive and practice positive behaviors rather than look at the negative. Yeah. Changing um, Melissa as a whole, really, become, being a better mum, providing the stability for my son that would allow him to be a strong man. So that's where I am, just again, just rekindling with that friend in me again and getting to know myself. That's awesome, actually. That That's pretty awesome. Thank you. Uh, yes. And career-wise, how have you been coping with all this madness going on in the world, you know, with COVID? Yeah. How has that been working out for you? Well, funny story. So basically, I used to work in a special needs school out here. And then 
it just wasn't I wasn't being paid enough and the disrespect from the parents just, it just wasn't me the there was a culture clash so I was looking for uh, another job found another job and then I got that job last year December and then the pandemic happened and then basically within four months of me in the role it was taken away from me so I was like oh my god what am I gonna do this is a pandemic I've got my son I'm in a country that's not mine and then if I need to go home I can't go home because they've locked the damn border then um but even though I had all that going on in my head, like literally my subconscious is like, just trust, it will be fine. You'll literally be fine. So I was just casually looking through my email and my job that I lost about a month later, about a month later, emailed me back and said, oh, we're starting this new project. It's only going to be for a month, but we want you to join the project. So I was like, yeah, sure. Um, and then I joined the project in May and I've been there ever since. And it's just obviously that as well has changed my life but had my mindset not changed that opportunity would have never been presented to me so that's as far as that I'm so grateful for that because that obviously they could have looked a completely different for me and obviously being in a pandemic and having a full-time job is something to be really grateful for and it gave me every it's funny because I wrote a list of everything that I wanted in a job and I said I don't want a job that's going to take away from any aspect of me being a mother or any sort of quality time with me and my son and this job is exactly that it fits my needs it fits everything that suits me and my, my my son good that's amazing Okay. Yeah, we solo moms, we need that support. And it's a struggle when we have to worry about our jobs and our kids at the same time. At the same time. It's not nice at all. I've had to do that and it's not a nice place to be. No, it really isn't. I mean, again, I've been in a situation where the money's been low. Obviously, I'm a solo mom and I'm like, what am I going to do? Because my kid needs stuff. And he shouldn't have to, he didn't ask to be here. And the guilt is um, something that can really riddle you. So as a mother, we just got to keep, keep fighting through. And trusting. And trusting. Yes, you did. Because when, when they say one month, God says, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. 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 Yes. Yes, exactly. So uh, what's your advice for other solo moms, you know, going through it? I would say to literally like put on some strong boots, look inside yourself and know that you can do it. It is not going to be easy. Every day isn't going to be easy. Getting through to the other side doesn't mean victory every day, smiling every day and rainbows. There's going to be days where you are going to feel like I cannot do this. But the fact of the matter is, if you got through yesterday, the chances are you're going to get through that day, you know. And and that's the advice that I would give. Obviously, being a single parent is so isolating, especially for me when I go grocery shopping. I feel so isolated because my son is a typical boy. So he gets excited about everything. 
And then I've got to pack the bags. I've got to pay for the groceries. I've got to navigate the groceries onto the trolley to wheel them to the car. And meanwhile, I have a son that's digging through to try and find a snack that he picked up. That's for me is when I feel most alone. But at the end of the day, the fact of the matter is also there's a time where we have together where me and my son can bake together and he likes baking. We're not great at it and it it never looks good <laughs> but, but it, it's something that we do together um and just be very mindful I would say to other single moms be mindful of your children's feelings and and don't be that bitter single parent that they make us out to be stand above the stereotype of the fact of the matter is you know what yeah, it is hard being a single parent. Yeah, it's something that we didn't ask for. Yeah, you know, sometimes I can really despise the person I made my child with, but we're not bitter. We're happy. Our home is secure. Our home is safe. And our home is somewhere that is beneficial for our kids to grow in, whether or not we have a man in the house or not. Yeah, definitely. Wow, thank you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Yeah, that's amazing stuff. And I appreciate you sharing your story and your advice with us so that we can grow more and, you know, coordinate with each other and what we're doing and so we can be successful at what we're doing. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. I wanted to touch on the when you said that baking with the kids and with your son and it's not perfect. Mm -hmm. He won't ever remember that it wasn't perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that I baked with my mom and it was awesome. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, we do it every week, but I'm just, you know, I'm not the best baker in the world at all, even though it is a pre-mix as well. So I don't know what goes wrong. <laughs> to be quite honest, I don't know what goes wrong. Yeah. Like I said, he won't remember that. The story yeah. won't be, you know, my mom uses a pre-mix and it turned out wrong. He's going to be saying, Mama, my mom used to bake with me and it was awesome. Yeah. Tell, well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I have, I have three sons and I, I'm amazed sometimes at the things they say because I don't remember it that quite that positively but right <laughs> so I'm telling you something <laughs> like really mom nah it was fun and I'm like really <laughs> so, so yeah it's the time you spend with them yeah it shows that you love them what happens yeah there, exactly exactly and and I think that's definitely important as well that we we um Obviously, because for some single mothers there, well, for me, I speak for myself, my income is the only income. Um, so therefore, even though I have to work uh, 40 hours a week, I have to make time for him too and let him know he's important. Yes, yes. Thanks, Melissa. I appreciate you coming and talking. And uh, Thank you for having me. Yes, for sure. And I hope we can keep in touch. Yeah, definitely. I would love to. Yes, did you enjoy this episode? I had fun talking to Melissa. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for my solar episode this Thursday as I talk about my new journey as an empty nester. You won't want to miss it.